You see, I believe that uh, things need to be changed around here. This year's theme for WrestleMania is where it all begins again. I'm here to tell you tonight, that's not just a theme. By God, that's a promise. That's a promise to each and every one of you because it will all begin again. I think need, things need to be shaken up around here. It's time to shake them up. I think certain general managers have become too complacent. I think they've become too protective of their friends, too protective of certain talent who kissed their keister, too protective of certain groups like evolution. It is time to give each and every one of you what you want. You want new superstars, you want new matches, you want new rivalries, and by God, you're gonna get them. It's time for certain SmackDown superstars to come here on Raw. It's time for certain Raw superstars to come to SmackDown. What I'm saying, it's time, ladies and gentlemen, one week from tonight, it is time for the SmackDown superstars, each and every one of them, to come right here to Raw. And there's one reason for that. By God, next week, we're going to have ourselves a good old-fashioned lottery. And I don't give a damn if your name is Stone Cold Steve Austin. I don't care if you're Mick Foley, Kurt Angle, Eddie Guerrero. It doesn't matter. I don't care if you're a relative of mine. Your name is going to go into this lottery with no exceptions. Because, by God, it's time to give you what you want. It's time... It's time for a new Raw. It's time for a new SmackDown. By God, it's time for a new WWE. I thank you very much. Ruthless aggression. It's my life, my time, my rights, my rhymes, my grind, my struggle, hustle, sweat, and my blood too. A predator smells fear, I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smoked, I was hot. I want it all. The sex and what success stress us. I want it all, no less. Come on. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to episode 46 of the Ruthless Aggression Era podcast. The only place where we decipher and dictate the era that rose out of the ashes of attitude and delivered us Billy Gunn getting a shot at the big time. A shot. As it is time to take a look at the episode of Raw and Smackdown on the back of WrestleMania. As always, I am Dave, and joining me is Big Sexy himself. Happy Raw Smackdowns. Happy Raw Smackdowns. So what we're going to do is just do one, the first Raw after Smackdown, and the, uh, the, the first after Raw Mania. after Smackdown, the first Raw after Mania, and I keep that in as well, the first Raw after Mania, and the first Smackdown after Mania, because on the following Raw, it's time to shake things up with a bit superstar of a draft ladder, a fucking superstar shake-up. With no wild card rule. No. And I think that's the thing. Um, we, we discussed this off air. It was, I, I like, it's going to feel fresh. I know we've got a couple of guys returning right, and debuting, like Fifi. Yeah? She's going to win fucking Tag Team World Cup here or something. Tag Team World Cup. Did you watch Saudi Arabia? Tag watched, Team World Cup. What, I watched the two titles. What does that actually mean? We, we, we've won the Tag Team World Cup. Well, I'm sure there are only about four different fucking countries represented in that tournament. I would say... She has the best in the world, but that's what the tag title's for. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, so, yeah, so we're going to only do one Raw and one Smackdown because we want to leave the next set of the build-up to Backlash, starting with the draft, because it all begins again. It's Raw, March 15th. We are 24 hours removed from Granddaddy WrestleMania. We are live from East Rutherford, New Jersey. This is where it all begins again. And the master of last night's selling... Alan Triple H Titchmarsh makes his way out with his arm in his sling and a big fuck off plaster. And I thought you know he was in a war the night before. And I do like how he comes out and he's pissed off and he questions the legitimacy of someone winning a belt that doesn't make you the best. And it's like, pot kettle trips. Yeah. Come on, do you know what I mean? You, you said the, the week. Are you the best? The best. Uh, he points that he beats everyone every match, every night. He's right. Last night. Well, apart from last night. 
Uh, and now the target is on Benoit's chest and he'll be back. World champion Chris Benoit interrupts uh, and he shows Triple H the shiny new faceplate on the belt. Uh, Benoit ends up laying him out with a belt and Evolution try for the beatdown but Shaw makes the save. Holla holla player player. Eric Bischoff comes out and makes a tag match with Benoit and Sean versus Evolution later tonight. And announces weirdly that he's unable to make any title matches until Vince McMahon arrives. Yeah. What the fuck are you there for then? Isn't that the job of a general manager? You're a general fucking manager. Imagine walking into a supermarket saying, can I buy this item? You go, no, mate. I'll wait for my manager to turn up. Yeah, what do you do then? Oh, I serve people. So okay, that's it. No, I've got to wait for my manager. What the fuck? I don't, that was just weird. Yeah. But again, I'm so ready for a shake-up because it's when it all begins again. But yeah, all these guys were... I know it's the night after, so you are going to imagine yeah. that there's going to be a hangover from certain feuds. But we're seeing what we saw in the build-up to Mania. Tags between Benoit, Michaels and Evolution. There's no flesh there. No. Bring on the draft. Even Bring on the draft. None of those guys do get drafted. Yeah, yeah. Holla, holla. Player, player. Well, Triple H did. Do you know what I mean? He did for a bit on a technicality for a little bit. So, we get our first match of the night. Victoria Lita versus Jazz and Molly Holly. Now, amazingly, Molly's turned. She's jumped in that ruthless time machine that we've got in back garden. And she's jumped back into 1998, 99 WCW. And it's fucking Mona. It's Mona. But, Michael, for me, Molly Holly is firmly in the top five list of the best wig angle in the WWE. Would you like to be in my top five? I fucking would. At number five, Pat Patterson and Gerald Briscoe in King of the Ring in uh, 2000, where they both came out, not only just in wigs, they both came out looking like terrible attempts to be transvestites or drag queens. Uh, And I always loved how Pat Patterson came out and his weapon of choice was sweets tucked in his bra. Briscoe came out and his weapon of choice was Hacksaw Jim Duggan's piece of wood. I was like, (laughs) yes. Uh, Number four, Kurt Angle in 2001-2 when he lost his hair to uh, Edge. Edge. And he came out with the old amateur wrestling Rick Steiner headdress with a wig (laughs) pressed underneath. It's absolutely fucking brilliant. Uh, Number three, that time on Raw when Goldust put that wig on Goldberg (laughs) when the golds reconnected. Uh, number two is Mona this evening, a cracking effort. And it's not just the first wig attempt that we'll see going forward. No. Trust me, it gets worse. And at number one, the master of look at me and my hair's not grown back from my return yet, is big old dead Mark. Uh, with his a terrible attempt at a wig back in his build-up for his, one of his matches with Triple H, I believe. Yeah, the yeah. Whereas he had the Mohawk instead of that terrible wig. And oh my God, it was like... Yeah, I always remember that one piece that dragged over his face that it looked so synthetic. But yeah, Molly Holly, fair play on her for, hey, we said it at Mania, for going ahead with the gimmick. And yeah. she's not bothered, it seems. She's, she's, she's going to ride it out. And I hope on the back of this, she gets, she gets a world title or something. Yeah. She gets a bit of recognition for the graph that she's put in. I can't wait for this next Finishing the match, uh, Molly trips up Victoria, uh, Lita pulls off the wig and she runs away in shame. Shame because you're a woman with a bald head. Shame, shame. Is this the comedy? Lita's DDT, she onto Jazz for the win in around three minutes or so. Uh, so, yeah, opening contest. I know we start, as always, on Raw with a promo. Yeah. But for an opening contest, the Divas, um, we're getting really a get bit of storyline. We're getting Divas storyline. It's positive steps. We're moving forward. Do you know what I mean? If you look at look at SmackDown, where their last like proper Divas-focused feud was Dormary, Fate and Tori Wilson. And they were having terrible matches. We've got some solid women wrestlers here. We've got Jazz, Molly, Victoria, Lita. The best four they've got right now. But at least we're, getting a, we're not just getting random Divas thrown together. There's a reasoning behind it. I'm loving it. Diva's evolution, baby. I'm loving it a minute. Absolutely loving it. Uh, meanwhile, we see Jericho. He's all uh, He's full of rage and he's pissed off full of tension after last night. Um, what are you hoping to see out going forward with this? Do you reckon we're going to get another Jericho versus Christian? Yeah. Yeah? That's, that's inevitable. Uh, Unless, obviously, one of them gets drafted, but obviously we don't need The draft's not happened yet. Shh! 
<laughs> up next. Spoiler. Uh, Matt Hardy goes up against Christian. And our Matt fact is, Matt is ridiculously underrated. At this point of his career. The Matt facts are turning into pieces of truth. Yeah. It's terrible. He don't really get the recognition he deserves until he becomes broken. Yeah. In TNA. Uh, the finish of the match, uh, Matt comes back with a, a suplex. And uh, he, Jericho, though, he starts taunting, uh, sorry, he starts taunting Jericho about Trish. I thought it's genius. Is that how, you're already pissed off. You're full of rage. I'm just going to start taunting you. Uh, and then Jericho goes wild. Yeah, tosses Matt, chokes him out with a cable and gets a DQ. Matt Hardy wins a match! Yeah. Matt Hardy wins a match! Uh, in only two minutes though, and he wins by DQ. But Matt Hardy wins. Wins a win. Finally, wins a, win. wins a match. It feels it like it's been months since he's last won a match. Uh, is this his first win since he's come to Raw? I, I believe so. Yeah. No, do not beat Lita. <laughs> that doesn't count. <laughs> and to be fair, he's won by DQ. What a terrible. I beat a woman and I fucking won by DQ. I'm, I'm 2 and 12. I'm damn on it. I'm doing well. I'm doing well. Um, and we see Jericho. He leaves angry. And then we cut backstage to Randy Orton and he challenges Mick Foley to a singles match. Why did this match happen at Mania? Because uh, of The Rock. Because The Rock. Because The Rock. He didn't get the pop that. They expected. Because The Rock. Because The Rock. Yeah, but no one cares. It's The Brock Lesnar effect to an extent in modern day. You're a name and you're big at one time, but you're not around long enough for me to really invest in you anymore. So yeah. when you come, I get popped for a bit. But And that's the reason why I came. And it was the, it was the turn back the clock to the attitude area with the Rock and Sock connection. Which we, this is trying but to... We don't get from. this. But it's very much a backlash-esque match when it happens. Yeah. It's not. It doesn't have mania moments where if it was at mania, Foley would have to go a lot wilder or have to go a lot, lot. I know they go wild anyway, they've done the but they'd have to go crazy. Oh, they would have gone crazy. They would have had to have done because it's mania. Uh, but at least it's got a bit of continuity. It's got progression. But it's where it all begins again. It all fucking carries on. It all begins again. <laughs> but it all fucking carries on. Mick Foley. Yesterday, WrestleMania 20, Madison Square Garden. I beat you with an RKO. I proved to the entire world that I'm better than you. But I, I don't think your family, I don't think you quite believe that, you see? So, so what I'm gonna do, Mick, is challenge you to a one-on-one -on -one match. A one-on-one -on -one match, Mick, with Evolution banned from ringside. That way I can prove to you and your family that you're nothing but a loser. And how's it gonna feel, Mick? How's it gonna feel when your little son, Huey, little, little cute Huey grows up, not with his father as a role model, but idolizing me? And for me, my personal highlight of the night, uh, the three bellends in shit shirts have now turned into three bellends and a bitch, as we see the debut of the finest females of all the dogs apart from my own. Fifi, gorgeous little beautiful dog, as Sylvain Grognier rejoins La Resistance along with Fifi, uh, as Austin, of all people, he gets annoyed at the fact that A, the Bellends are there, and B, they've got a dog. And it's just, it's, and it's building up, it builds up, right? They, they're not going to stand for it. Uh oh. Uh oh. The Bellends are angry, right? They're angry. Together again, like his stance. That's right, everybody's back. Renee, Sylvan, Rob Conway, and the newest addition to the distance, Fifi! Hey! The only thing that's missing is the World Tag Team titles. We were robbed last night at WrestleMania. Right. You are. Is there a problem? You damn right there's a problem. Hell, I'm coming here looking to raise hell to be the sheriff in this town. Raised hell last night, stunned Bill Goldberg, Brock Lesnar, same night, same match, WrestleMania. And I come up on you French bastards, parading around in my hallways. You dumb, crapping all over the floor. Crapping all over the floor? There's no crap on the floor. I damn near stepped in it, you calling me a liar? Well, the way I see it, you're in direct violation of the law, so I'm gonna see fit to write a ticket to the French bitch. You got to write a ticket to the French? You call Fifi a French bitch? Who do you think you are? I'm not giving a ticket to the dog, you idiot. I'm calling you a French bitch. There's your ticket. A 
French bitch. Oh, is that right? Parlez-vous français? <laughs> well, we're not going to stand for this stone cold. What are you going to do about it? Faut voir à soir. Ouais. It's going to kick off. Austin's going to get got by the bell ends and a bitch. That's how, that's how Raw has to end tonight. That's how it should have <laughs> um, Up next, Uncle Val versus Kane. With a on his arm. Absolutely. Um, he does his tower removal deal with a fan. How much cost per hour? Oh, a lot. And I don't imagine Val gets paid much these days, neither. <laughs> but he started his weed business, I imagine, in 2004. So he's selling weed on Sly and he makes loads of money, does Val. Val was the one that made weed legal in certain parts of America. I believe it was down to Uncle Val. And that's why, that's why he's Uncle that's Val. That's why he's Uncle Val. Um, Uncle Val, he does his stick with a fan, but gets destroyed by a cane with a side slam, flying clothesline, sets up the choke slam in like fucking 30 seconds. Uncle Val gets fucking sent back to Paul Studio. Just don't let him look after you. Because kids. Kane wanted to stop everyone from seeing some titties. There you go. And speaking of titties, great segue, Michael. Up next is the payoff to tag team dissension. It is Jackie versus Stacy. Rouge um, match from WrestleMania. I'm telling you, I want to see blood, sweat, tears. There's going to be blood and it's going to be shed and it's not going to be mine. Uh, Jackie attacks to start, but Stacy gets the Kevin Nash choke in the corner. Hair toss. Uh, Jackie comes back with a chin lock and thankfully Vince... Stacey's, Stacey's tapping there. Of all people, Vince comes out and ends this bullshit and announces... Basically, I love how he just he comes out, comes to the ring and the women just fuck off. It's like, do you remember hearing that, wrote that story of years ago of like, Rhino versus Tajiri, I want to say? Uh, I believe it was probably at early early start of when we started this. We may have even covered this, but... I'm old and I forget. On the house show with Rhino and Tajiri where Vince come out with that shit yeah. that he cancelled it and stopped it. Uh, well, basically, this sort this of thing happened. This is that. Uh, but it's to announce that next week it's all going to begin again as it's time for the WWE Draft Lottery. Although it says, I don't care if you're a relative of mine. It doesn't matter. I mean, Hornswoggle's getting drafted. His son in law. His son in law. I'm thinking about more his grandson. He's going to get drafted to eat. Does he have to fight fucking Jamie Noble over and over again? Um, so yeah, draft. We touched on it briefly at the start. Uh, I'm so excited, I'm excited. So excited because a lot of fresh new have matches. got stale. There's so many opportunities. Put Michaels on SmackDown. Yeah, Michaels versus Eddie. Yeah, the so one match we've maybe never even got. split up the APA. They do. <laughs> we'll split. get to that. It's not happened yet. We'll get to that. It's not happened yet. Uh, so yeah, both rosters. Everyone's at stake. Everyone can remove. Tag teams are going to get split. Triple H is going to go to SmackDown for an hour. So things are going to kick off and I cannot fucking wait. Meanwhile, we see Evolution. They're understandably upset about the potential there that could they lose Flair. Batista could go. Yeah. Or could have to get drafted to Velocity. <laughs> so anything could happen. The game could go to SmackDown and get traded back. For Booker T and Dudley. Such a shit trade. No, I will keep Triple H. How did you feel that? You're, good, you're not good enough to get drafted on your own, so we're going to have to draft you at Dudley's Booker. I love how they sell it as three superstars come No, the Dudley's class has won. <laughs> Speaking of great segue again, up next, Raw Tag Title Time, Booker T and RVD versus the Dudley Boys. And have they updated the no, title graphic? No, of course not. Have I don't think thought. they ever will. I want to watch Raw and Smackdown on Network now to see if they still use it. Uh, what, did you, what did you think? Tag team title matches on Raw. And it's, but it's these guys and just after the announcement of the draft. Yeah. Because oh, this is their last match on Raw. Really. Yeah. So the finish of the match, Booker T gets a massive hot tag. He super kicks Devon. Uh, oh, back kick and then back kicks Bubba. He's like, I'm going to take them both down. Uh, spine buster and Booker goes for a spinner Rooney. Spin kick for two on Bubba. Axe kick sets up a frog splash. But Booker gets a two. And I'm like, I thought that was going to be the fucking it. finish. Rob takes Devon out of the way with a runner, leaving Booker and Bubba. They slug it out. Bubba goes for the Bubba bomb, but Booker reverses with a bookend to finish in nearly 20 minutes for a raw match. match. It's a Second long match, match. And we've seen again. We've seen these guys fight already numerous times. Countless times. It's about time for a draft. It feels right. It does feel right. Perfect time for it's it. Like the, I think the thing is, in modern day era, they've just done a Raw and SmackDown draft. Uh, but 
for weeks and weeks and weeks and months and months and months. Everyone's been fighting every fucker anyway. Yeah. So it, it, nothing feels fresh. You, you, I feel like I've seen everyone fight everyone already. The only draft people who are in feuds. Yeah. No, definitely, definitely. Um, we go backstage. Christine and Trish, they attack Spike Dudley, who yeah, was on his Spike? way for a match. I don't know against who, or when, or how. He's on his way to a match. Why, why is Spike? Why is Spike jobbing to a diva? And uh, Christian... Why is Trish refereeing well, it? Christian pins him on the floor, and Trish makes the count. But evil Trish is oh, so hot. I love so it. So hot. Uh, Trish, she explains it was Jericho's fault for making the bet in the first place, especially for one Canadian dollar. Um, she worth at least two. Yeah, of course. I'll give you one bit later, I know. Uh, meanwhile, Sylvan, uh, he grooms his poodle and Conway tries to talk sense into them as Renee, he's decides he's up to him. He's going to be the one that's going to show Austin that the bell ends are oh, hard. Can't say come What are the stars going to do? We should be world tag team champion. We just got back together. And next week on Raw, we could be split again because of that draft? Renee, calm down. Relax. Don't let Stone Cold Steve Austin get to you. Do it. I will not relax. Stone Cold insulted me. He insulted my culture. Tonight, Rob, I'm going to that ring. And I'm going to represent our country. I'm going to show him what Legacy Stars is really about. Tonight. Renee, if you need us, we'll be here. Keep company to Fifi. And we get our America moment of the week as Austin, he destroys the Bellends. The Bellends yet again. They get are destroyed. They are literally the, ha, you're foreign. You're going to get smashed in by Austin. I love it. America. Because America. And it is time for our Raw main event. Your World Heavyweight Champion, Christopher Benoit. Shawn Michaels against Batista, Flair and Orton. Because them three have always got to be around World Champ. Evolution! Uh, Batista starts with Shawn and overpowers him, as you'd fucking expect. Uh, corner clothesline, Flair comes in but gets slapped by Shawn. He retaliates with chops, but so does Shawn. Uh, Benoit tags in, gets poked in the eye and chopped. Benoit returns, though, triggering a flare flop and a snap suplex. Uh, Orton comes in, hammers away on Benoit, gets pulled into the face uh, and hammered by Michaels. Um, then, all of a sudden, we cut to backstage. Because Car fuse aren't over yet. Because <laughs> it's all begins, it all begins again. Uh, Mick Foley pulls into the parking lot. Uh, the ref gets bumped and it's evolution beat down time. But Foley charges in. All guns are blazing. And um, Flair just don't even care. What did you think to his pink fucking trousers, pants? <laughs> Uh, he goes salmon after pants. Orton his salmon pants uh, they brought into the crowd leaving Flair and Michaels in the ring Triple H though runs in where Michaels is up the top ready for the elbow but did- with one arm and delivers the fucking pedigree go on baby um, another ref runs in counts for two yeah he only gets the two count because you know APK's not because of course it didn't take 35 seconds to crawl over uh, Flair chops Sean down and goes for his scent on bomb there's got to be a reason why Flair keeps climbing ropes. I believe it's for a scent on Bob. He's going to do a Phoenix splash. He's going to do. He's going to do what Neville does. That flip the do thing that's still really so precise. Uh, but he gets slammed off as you'd expect. Uh, Batista catches Sean with a power slam for two, and a spine buster gets a two. Uh, Flair comes in, drops a knee onto Sean's forehead, and it starts spurting again. It because starts. Because he was in a wall last night. <laughs> Rick Flair is like. I'm going to make it happen. I'm the one that's going to bust you up. Uh, Triple H gets a cheap shot for good measure with the bad arm. What a fucking legend. With his bad arm. With his bad arm. Uh, The finish of the match, hot tag to Benoit. It's everyone with elbows, fists, rolling Germans, fucking everything. Uh, Up to the top for a flying headbutt, but gets a two. Triple H sneaks in, goes for a pedigree, but Sean saves with a super kick. Beautiful super kick. Batista goes for the power bomb. Uh, Benoit takes him down with a sharpshooter of all moves. To win it in around 11 and a half minutes as Raw goes off the air with your world champion as it should be on the back of WrestleMania, finishing the episode looking strong as fuck. Sure but to win with a sharpshooter. Well, you know. We're in fucking Rutherford. <laughs> We're in fucking Calgary. Is it, uh, you you, win, HBK's a face you win with the crossface. But yeah. yeah. Because he's trying to get the sharpshooter over again. Raw. How was it? 
It was pretty decent. What? Honestly, it it's not. It doesn't have the vibe and the aura around WrestleMania after the Raw after WrestleMania these days. No. And that was only it, down for that first one many years ago with the Fandango film tune and all that. That's what kickstarted it for me. That was the first role that people started paying attention because the fans Ziggler. were chanting. Yeah, yeah, when he cashed in. When they were chanting every match and stuff. But I don't know. You can tell that there's a draft coming because it's where yeah. it all begins again. But what's the point starting fresh storylines when next week everything's supposed to change? Yeah. So I get that, but also it did feel like WrestleMania light. I thought it was a good row as a normal row. Mm. But as a row after Mania, it's, yeah, as you said, it's not. It's not what it is now, yeah. back then, yet. Yeah. yeah, no, definitely. Mania, Mania 20, was a wrestler of the Ruthless Aggression era. Who would he be? Shelton Benjamin. Okay, and why? Because it gets better. Um, so, are you ready for some smack of the down? Uh, we are in John Cena's hometown, Boston, baby! West, no, Newberry. Yeah, uh, but it's, no, I, I, if I'm from the region, it's my hometown no matter where I am. So if you were a wrestler and you did a show in Leeds? Yeah, I'm from that region, yeah. I'm, because I'd be billed as from Yorkshire. I wouldn't be billed as from Sheffield. So if you're where at Jollyland? He's not being billed from being at Massachusetts. He, they're classing Boston as his own town because Boston's in Massachusetts. <laughs> and he's from West Newbury. It's not that far from Boston, <laughs> but... It's Winnipeg, you idiot! <laughs> On route to the ring, Cena shows a fan sign that says, at WrestleMania, we Cena new champ. Yes, five stars for puns. Dave Meltzer, five stars for puns. Um, Cena talks about how he used to go to the Boston Gardens, uh, and then he raps on Big Show, he raps on gay marriages, and he raps on Michael Cole. Uh, it's, uh, it's brilliant. Uh, we are in that, that turn now, aren't we? It's getting there where it's... Cena is going to be that loved where they realise and it's weird it's weird where they realise that they have to change the gimmick that the rap gimmick in their eyes has not got longevity it's not he's not going to main event Wrestlemania five years in a row as a rapper but he will as this American patriot for the kids for the people and that's what he kind of turns into because for the next like four or five years before that's it he's like the yeah army guy John Cena uh, Paul, even though he comes out to interrupt and he has an announcement, he confirms that Brock Lesnar has fucked off. And, I remember uh, watching this back in the day and just been amazed that he'd gone. Yeah, because like like we said on WrestleMania, um, the day Chiefs weren't as vastly available as they are now. I didn't know that he'd, t- until JR said that he'd gone for NFL, but that yeah. weren't saying that he'd quit or left it, so that it were leaving the WWE, it could have been hiatus, it could still be wrestling WWE, but then Heyman's like, no, and boom, pyro, so we're talking pyro about Lesnar, oh, it's like paying, someone's paying respects, 
But yeah, Heyman confirms that Lesnar's fucked off. And we need a new face for SmackDown, even though yesterday we announced it's draft and anything could happen next week. But Heyman says we need a new face, and John Cena, you could be that face. I just found it funny when, before Heyman did come out, Tony Schimmel, introducing the opponent, I, I just thought, Heyman? Seems <laughs> <laughs> fighting Heyman. Stay before the draft. I'm coming out, fuck it, I'm going to fight for the US title. But no, it is the man beast himself. It is the animal rhino. The rumours are true. Brock Lesnar is no longer with Paul Heyman Smackdown. Brock Lesnar has left World Wrestling Entertainment. But for you, John, that could be good news. Because now that Brock Lesnar's gone, there's a whole world of opportunity for any SmackDown superstar that wants to grab it. Which means you, John, could be the new face of SmackDown. But it doesn't have to be that way. You see, this coming Monday, live in Detroit, Michigan, every ungrateful member of that Paul Heyman's SmackDown locker room will be at Monday Night Raw, including you, John. And by the order of the chairman of the board, Vince McMahon, the representative of Raw, is going to pick out names. And if a member of the SmackDown locker room happens to be one of those names, then that member of SmackDown goes to Raw. And if I, John, happen to pick out a name of a Raw superstar, then that Raw superstar gets drafted to Paul Heyman's brand new SmackDown. You see, John, if I were one of the superstars, if I were in that locker room tonight, I would get down on my hands and my knees and I would pray to God that I get drafted to Monday Night Raw because those that get left behind are going to incur the wrath of Paul Heyman. So let me spell this out for you so that even you can understand it, John. I'm very stressed out. I got stunned by Stone Cold because of that locker room. And I want every member of my locker room gone. I want you off of my show, you contemptible piece of Boston crap. Oh, man. Do you hear me? Do you hear me? I'm finished with you. I'm, I'm going to fall. Uh-oh. Oh, man. Hand to the jaw of Heyman. Oh, easy, Cena, what the hell? I don't think John Cena is worried about the wrath of Heyman, and here's Rhino, and Cena and Rhino. They've had these style of matches where it looks like Rhino's going to win, but he but don't win. Not. And that's the thing, It's I, I enjoy a title match on TV when there's a chance that it the could. title could change hands. Yeah. We've come off back of Cena winning Mania. He shouldn't have he should have been non-title with a guy who possibly, depending on how the draft lies, could have a few be going forward. Or even just go up against someone's shit. I know it's Rhino, but don't have a US title match. Just have, have a promo, come out, even fight Rhino, but don't have the title yeah. on the line. And just have him, the same formula of the match, with, but it finished with the standard Cena and it's going to turn into this and it's going to fucking shoulder. build my head in. S- shoulder... Five knuckle shuffle, F you, and uh, it's what it's over. Uh, Cena celebrates his successful defence in his hometown as we cut to the break. She's a rarity. 
So, as opening matches go, who wins then? Raw or SmackDown? I say so, SmackDown. Opening matches, we have Divas on Raw. Yeah, I say SmackDown. Is that purely because it's a title match? It was okay for an opener. Not well, SmackDown's usual level of openers. Yeah. Uh, just because, well, you made cruiserweights in main event. <laughs> there is that. There is that. That's the thing. If the, Imagine the cruiserweight title in WWE being Benoit versus Eddie. Because they probably could still... I don't know what Benoit's a bit stockier these days. Benoit versus Eddie. No, no. I'm, like, if you think... Imagine... Like, so you're two world champions. But if that was for the cruiserweight title now in WWE... Because... I mean, Ben was a bit stockier, but Ray surely would still qualify. Yeah. He would definitely fall under whatever it used to be. I just remember that episode of uh, Heat with Christian trying to fucking fall under the weight and he's throwing up and he's, he's, he's running in a chicken suit. That's genius. Um, speaking of utter genius, um, the genius would have been to allow the APA to win the tag titles in this fucking upcoming bit of SmackDown yeah. and not go the way they did. And we might Where's have John fucking Nobed Layfield. Where's Teddy uh, Longback? So, we're in the back. Heyman is absolutely beside himself and uh, because, obviously, Cena's fucking gone into him. Um, APA approach, and they laugh their asses off. Paul takes offence and the fact that Austin... Uh, they let Austin in the building last week. Um, he tells Bradshaw and Simmons that if they don't win the tag titles tonight, they are fired. And up next is Tume versus the Apa. Yeah. In the final... Why have Blackman got off his career? Match. Because of Whiteman. The final match on our timeline because obviously the APA do come back together for the Raw reunion shows in the in the future. But this final, future. another person who was going to make his last appearance in a wrestling ring on the Ruthless Aggression Era podcast, Farouk. As it ends, how you expect it to end? As still your tag champions. Um, After a more heartbreaking kick. Michaels versus Flair. Ooh! Um, did you like how Bradshaw put Scotty to Otty in Lex Luger's torture rack? I'm marked out of that bit. Absolutely marked out of that bit. Um, there were yeah, a couple of good spots. Bradshaw was taking a lot of offence from Scotty. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, do you know what the worst thing is, though? Right? Bradshaw's last match as APA Bradshaw is against Scotty to Otty and Rikishi. And, like, the next time... Fruits last match. The next time he's on pay-per-view, he's fighting for world title. Fruits last match. <laughs> Is against Scotty. It's terrible. Um, but so that's the that's the problem. Tag divisions. It's terrible. It's the tag division. The fact that they've had to bring back fifty percent of Too Cool and and Rikishi. No, because Too Cool was Grandmaster and Scotty. It was always Too Cool and Rikishi. Yeah, true. Do you know what I mean? So they brought back fifty percent Too Cool and Rikishi. Double O. Yeah. Really. Um, so at the end of the match. Uh, Scotty Tuarty, uh he gets on a bulldog on Bradshaw, but Ron stops the worm with a right hand. Bradshaw goes for a close hand from Alan Rikishi, but misses, uh, allowing Rikishi to get the super kick for the free count. The, as I said, the most heartbreaking kick <laughs> in wrestling history. Since Shawn Michaels kicked Marty through the barbershop window. Yeah. Uh, we go back to the back after the break, and the APA are there. Um, and it, we get... It's fucked up because Bradshaw is like, I got this, I got this. You're, firing, you're not going to fire us, I'm going to kick your ass. And he's like... I never said I was going to fire both of you. And Ron Simmons, being like a pal, is like, no, come on, let's go. You just know. That's the turn. Yeah. That's the moment. And here is the birth of John Bollocks Layfield. <laughs> I cannot wait to dick on this knobhead for the next six months Texas to a Trump. year. The fucking douchebag dickhead. That's all he is. It's Texas Trump. But they needed someone. The thing is, though, Bradshaw had to stay because who's going to haze new guys? In the showers going forward, if Bradshaw went there, Bob, no, no, Bob Holly needs it. someone to bully, doesn't he? Uh, bully with, sorry. Yeah. The dirty fucking I hate J Bailey. Douglas. J Bailey's a is a cunt. I got this. Let me do the talking. Guys, I want to hear you say it. I want to go on, go on. I want to hear you say it. Who the hell do you think you are? You're gonna fire us. I want to hear it out of your mouth right now. Say that we're fired. Say it. Say it, punk. You know, apparently, you didn't listen to me. No one around here wants to listen to me anymore. I didn't say I was firing the APA. I said I was firing you, Farouk. What? Oh, You need to think about your own future, Mr. Bradshaw. I think you should know. I think very highly of you. So do a lot of other people that call my office. You're a respected financial analyst who's had a major book published and who's now on Fox News. Oh. Tell me something, Mr. Bradshaw. 
How much longer were you willing to carry around this piece of excess baggage? Oh, no, thanks. Excuse me. This Excuse me. Hey, look here, man. We don't need this. Let's get out of here, bro. Hey, hold on, man. Don't tell me. After all these years, well, I'll be damned. All these years. We see Paul Heyman, and he walks in on Billy Gunn, Rey Mysterio, Shelton Benjamin, and Charlie Haas. Uh, and he's still pissed off. Because he's pissed off for last week. He's, he's pissed, pissed off because we're He's pissed off with everybody. It's the night of where it all began again on Raw, but it all carried on. On SmackDown, it's the night of where it all begins for Paul Heyman to be pissed off at everybody. He says that everything's up in the air after Monday with the draft upcoming, and tonight he can still play Divide and Conquer by making a gauntlet match with the winner to face Eddie for the WWE title. And we get Billy Gunn on TV. Because he's just an ass, man. He is just an ass man. So, what do you think then? So, Rose, I'm at SmackDown, sorry, I imagine he's going to end. This will be the main event. We're going to get a gauntlet match. The That's winner be. is the match. The, the thing is, they said the winner's going to face Eddie. Uh, so, are we saying that when it's going to happen tonight? Are we having the WWE tonight? Or is it the next pay-per-view? Pay um, well, if they the draft... Um... I don't think they made it clear enough to me, to be fair. Um, but Benjamin says they can't divide the world's greatest tag team. Uh, and Paul begs to differ by making Haas versus Benjamin as the start of the gauntlet. Fuck yes. It's Fuck yes. Now, we, we had a bit of a ring of honour where they shook hands to start. Um, and the problem was, it was a technical masterpiece. But it was a technical masterpiece of two people that no one cares about the characters. No. No one cares about the gimmicks. We had some great moves. We had head scissors. Uh, we had a lot of mat work. It was so much mat work. The fans absolutely shit on it. It was horrible to see. Now, if this would have been Benjamin versus Angle, the exact same form of the match, same moves, yeah, same everything. Angle. Because people, exactly. Nobody's invested. People are invested in Team Angle or the world's greatest tag team. No one's invested in them as individual characters because we don't know anything about them apart from the collegiate wrestlers, and the All-Americans. That, that's it. We don't know anything about them. Uh, but this should have been a bit fast-paced, a bit of cruiserweight. This should have seen, uh, or showed everyone, sorry, what, Benoit got, uh, what Benjamin is going to be going forward. We do get that in the Ray match, I think. Yeah, but I don't think we get that with his pal. And if we would have got that, I did like... would have made the fans go, oh, so Hass is going to be the Janetti. Because Hass is the Janetti. He is. But so is Benjamin's the Janetti as well, really. If Benjamin did... gets singles titles, though, doesn't he? Hass gets tag titles. I like how he showed his cockiness as well. Like... Oh, there's character. There yeah. is character there's in there. There is character there, but it's just Mike's There's character skills. in there. Um, so, yeah, what did you think of the match? So, I said, a great technical match. Uh, lots of great... Uh, roll-ups, everything. But I did like Sheldon's uh, cockiness more. Oh, yeah. It's the character. Well, you, like I said, you're seeing a bit of personality, yeah, yeah. So, the finish. Uh, Hash blocks um, go, blocks uh, the super kick attempt from Benjamin. Goes for a dragon screw, but Benjamin turns around with a leg lariat that almost decapitates Hash. I love his catch his leg and spin back around. It's brilliant. Beautiful. Gets free count. Hass is out, Benjamin moves on. They have a little cuddle afterwards, though. It's all well and good again. Team Angle is still strong. And did you catch how many times Cole said his famous line? They know each other so well. Oh, of course they do. They're, of course they, they do. They said it once. He loves saying that. If a tag team fights, it is essential. He usually says oh, about 25 oh, times. They know each other so well. It's like they anticipate what's coming. They know what move's coming next. Um, back into the ring, and we see Ron Simmons leaving as Bradshaw pleads with him. Bradshaw can't leave, though. He's a financial wizard. He's on Fox News. Uh, Bradshaw and Simmons he doesn't say a word and just After leaves all these years uh, it's terrible absolutely terrible and then we go back to the goal and we find out the winner meets Eddie tonight so Smackdown's going to when it all begins again we're going to get a title match and not just a title match the WWE title match I'm all down for that I will see Eddie versus this next contender Billy fucking gun uh, what did you think to the match <laughs> I just liked how you, I did like how he used the stunner to get out of a chill lock. I loved how Michael Cole said the only one title that's eluded Billy Gunn is the WWE title. So what about the US title that's on that brand that he's on? <laughs> yeah, he's never been <laughs> European? Yeah, I suppose. Oh, no, is it? no, he's not one European. Yeah, he's just went into hardcore and tag on it, yeah. Um, I love how Gunn 
Uh, Nail Benjamin in the corner with his stinger splash. He, lo- he loves his stinger splash. It is like the five moves of Doom with Billy Gunn. Yeah. He does his Goldberg jackhammer that's right shit. It's just a, flo- a falling, floating over suplex. Uh, he does his corner splash. He does his fame master. He does his one and only. He's brilliant. I love the one and only. Um, he misses the fame master and Benjamin rolls Billy up and grabs the ropes for the free count. So, is he a heel then? Is that what we're saying? Well, yeah. Because I think this should have been the, the way Face. to... I know that world's greatest tag team are heels, but this could have been the way to start kickstart the push for Benjamin and have him as the underdog. Do you like I did with Kofi? I know Kofi was a, a face yeah. anyway, but have him now beat a big dirty heel. Have him beat a big dirty heel, but no, we beat Billy Gunn. So he's beat Ass and Billy Gunn as he moves on. And we see the big show, he comes out. See, this, this these did this bit too early. Uh, they should know. For me, this should have been the start. A big show, he should have gone over Big Show. Hassel Benjamin should have should gone have over been. Big Show. And then Med, Hassel Benjamin, the next guy. So now he's knackered. Big Show's coming and he's got to fight his pal. So that's a little bit more story for me, that. After he... Uh, yeah, yeah, maybe. Yeah, maybe. I'm glad then. Yeah. Because then At least he's Ray's co- tired. Yeah, he's knackered. Yeah, yeah. So you do get then that, that uh, sort of revitalised We're still the same match. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that makes sense. Um, so Big Show, he's on the mic. Uh, he had his US title stolen at Mania blah, by blah, a Boston blah, Street Punk. Blah, blah, blah. Excuse, excuse, excuse. Paul basically put Big Show in the gauntlet match and Show promises to beat Eddie tonight uh, and then just fucked off. So he's Big Show coming back out a bit later. Yeah. What's That's why he should have just come out after. <laughs> but it should have been Big Show to go over the whole thing. Eddie versus Big Show for world title. It's another... Uh, Another mountain for a giant for him to overcome. Another, another obstacle. obstacle for me to overcome. But we know instead we get Rey Mysterio out next against Sheldon Benjamin, which should have been fast-paced cruiserweight action. And it kind of was with an element of it, but I think Sheldon was... A, Sheldon, I think Sheldon works well with Rey. Uh, yeah, I put Sheldon in the cruiserweight division. I think they went wrong by putting him in the US title division or the Intercontinental title division on Raw. The problem is Raw doesn't have a cruiserweight division. It just has a mid-card where you fight with Divas or you fight with Tag, or one of years has a pop at IC belt every now and again. Do you know what I mean? doesn't have the... Benjamin, if he would have stayed, I would have moved Haas to Raw. But obviously Haas going forward, they're sticking with Rico and stuff, and he falls in love in real life with Jackie Gadia and that. So you can understand why all that stuff happens. But yeah, I would have kept Benjamin on SmackDown and put him in the cruiser. Imagine, could you imagine, three stages of hell. Shelton Benjamin versus Jamie Noble for a cruiserweight title. What are the falls? Uh, backlot brawl so they have to fight in Jamie Noble's backyard uh, Nidia on a pole <laughs> and uh, wouldn't that be third? no we'd have Tony Wilson on a pole because it'll fucking light, light a fire up Jamie Noble's fucking ass on it he'll smash him uh, and then I'll just have uh, a four hour Iron Man <laughs> yeah I mean, it'd be amazing four hour that's four hour bad. Iron Man do you imagine the whole Wrestlemania so we have the pre-show the Iron Man pre-show that's an hour where we have the Jamie Noble Invitational Battle Royal which is just Jamie Noble so they announce him as the winner and then we have four hours <laughs> is it not Jamie Noble versus 19 other Jamie Nobles oh that'd be could you imagine imagine the yeah boys oh it'd be amazing um Ray advances obviously in the gauntlet as you'd expect uh, 619 drops a dime but I do like that Sheldon works well with Sheldon? Ray because of the big is that off Big Bang <laughs> <laughs> not that dude no, uh, he, he can play the big little like, yeah no no of course yeah yeah but he's still got that speed but he's still got the and the little bit of power over the smaller guys yeah. as well uh, speaking of big man little man it is Ray Mysterio versus Big Show and how Rematch good is back last how good I know when he got launched by like a baseball bat, hitting a ball. How good is it though that they're building Ray potentially could kick fuck out of Brock Lesnar? Because that's what they're trying to tell you. That's we'll what try it now, if he we? comes with a weapon, that's what I mean. If he comes with a weapon, it could do him in because two weeks in a row, it's done him in. You know, obviously, it's going to be a five-second squash. It's got to be. He's, he's, he's squashed everybody. You're not telling me the career is going to win world title. Fuck off. It's going to go He's going to go for the springboard. The only way he can win is if this is where we propel Dom Dom. Dom Dom Guerrero. This is where we propel him. Because he wins because Dom Dom runs in and does an F5 on Lesnar. 
and then rear it up the top, drops a dime, one, two, three. Even if he drops it next right now and right, at least he'll hold it longer than last time when he lost it to Cena after half an hour. <laughs> Wait, didn't that work? Something like 20 minutes or something. Um, so, Rere, he manages to overcome the odds. Rere, he defeats Big Man Little Man. Uh, thanks to the Doctor, as the Doctor comes out, the Stripes Big Show. Shining uh, up his title. Absolutely. Or Shadow. Uh, smashes Big Show in the face with a belt. Count out loss. A top Cruiserweight contender faces one of his pals for the WWE Championship. Rematch from final Smackdown before um, the draft. Yes. Compare this to, so who wins main events? So the main event, Ray Ray versus Eddie, compared to Raw's main event of what we've seen building up to WrestleMania. Is that an actual question? Absolutely. Raw. <laughs> so, <laughs> so what did you think then to the main event, to Ray versus Eddie for WWE title? That beautiful moonsault to outside, raided to Eddie. Absolutely. That rotation was just spot on. I like how Eddie was being quite the heel in the smash as well. Yeah. Uh, well, it needed that. When they're outside, yeah, it needed that dynamic. Him up yeah. By his mask. Yeah, it needed the one to, to do the rougher stuff to an extent. Like, it'd be weird if it was the other way around. Because Ray sells shit, doesn't he? Do you know what I mean? Even that, in this period of time, Ray sells shit. I don't think Eddie sells as much shit as Ray. You know, Eddie's world champion. He's the bigger guy. Yeah, yeah. The bigger guy can't sell as much. Ray's more famous. Ray, there was fanfare when Ray Mysterio signed to WWE. Eddie came as part of a clan. Yeah. Eddie was not seen even as remotely the big guy. In Vince's mind, it was Saturn and Benoit were going to be the Ray big guys. Still made making a bigger name for himself in WCW at the time. Oh, yeah, yeah no, definitely, definitely. It was a bigger name because it, no one did what Ray did. No. no one moves like Ray moved. It's like, what, you go and watch an indie promotion now, 99% of roster does all that shit now. It's not fresh. That's why, for me personally, it's not fresh, it's not new. It has to take it something extreme to be fresh and new. But then there's only so many of them you can see. Yeah. Where back then in 95, 96, what Ray did, no one else did. Yeah, this is everyone's cruise rate. No, exa- no exactly, exactly. Um, so the finish then to our main event of SmackDown. Eddie goes up, misses the frog splash. Uh, Ray gets Eddie in a 619 position and nails it, but then he misses dropping the dime. Uh, Eddie rolls Ray up with the La Magistral for the free count and a successful defence. So both your new champions of SmackDown came into SmackDown and came out with the belts. Yeah. One for the winner of a very, very good goal in the match, and the other one for Rhino. Um, so yeah, SmackDown, it ends, but it doesn't, because you think that's how it's going to end with Eddie with the belt up. And the oh no! Better than Halloween Havoc. Paul, oh yeah, definitely. A lot, I think a lot more. They were both. They were both a lot more mature. They're both a lot more just clued on with it. A lot more experienced, and a lot more just. What? They know how what we want. They know what they know makes. How to work they know what better. makes our penises stand on end. <laughs> Um, so Paul Heyman comes out and he's still pissed off because of last week and because of this week and because of all the weak shit that's gone on. He tells Ray and Eddie that both of them, he hopes they fuck off and get the hell out of here and get drafted to Raw and all of a sudden, 
Dong. Because no man alive can stop him. Dong. As we mentioned on WrestleMania, I said for me personally, I'd like him to go to Raw. You said there's every chance he'll probably just stay on SmackDown. See what SmackDown before. Yeah. Undertaker makes his presence. It is like a modern day Raw before WrestleMania as we go off Undertaker's only appearance in the storyline where someone called him out and then we don't see him and we never see him until five minutes to go before Raw ends. On the Raw before WrestleMania, we see the Undertaker. He makes his presence felt. The room goes fucking lit and it leads to WrestleMania. And that's kind of the feeling it had because it is an end yeah. of an era. It is all begins again next week. The resurrection. So where's he going? So he's going for Heyman. Heyman doesn't have a boy at the minute. Because his boy's fucked off. His boy's fucked off. Big show. Semi his boy, I'd imagine. So are we saying going forward? Because I don't know. Don't tell me. Humour me. Uh, I'd go for Big Show versus Undertaker going forward and Big Show being Heyman's boy. But we saw that before he became Big Dead Mark. Well, we get a fresh fruit. A fresh fruit. <laughs> fresh fruit. Fresh we get fruit. fresh fruit. Fresh fruit. Big Denmark brings fresh fruit. So we do get a fresh fruit going out of this because we get Big Bugger Red. Yeah, Big Dirty Bugger Red. Go I want to see. Former WCW superstar. I want to see. Stephen Regal. No. <laughs> I want to see. Million Dollar Man come back and say, well, we I found Bugger Red. <laughs> And, it's, and we have Bugger Red and it's the same kid that were in DOA that played him in 94 he comes out and you done it now I did like how he had his bandana that's how he should have come out because he's Big Dead Mark he's not the Undertaker he's the Undertaker had purple gloves or had a goatee or, or had an urn I know it's it's has got the urn yeah it's yeah but alright Play. I didn't mean to say that. <laughs> but this isn't The Undertaker. This is the biker gimmick with Undertaker music. He doesn't have slow, methodical moves anymore. He moves like Biker Mark. I don't like For it. Now, but it's, I don't he does like transition it. back. He needs to slow down. Slow the does, fuck down, Big Dead Mark. He does slow down. transition back to that. Make me scared of you. When I was younger, I was scared of you. Looking here, luchadors, I have a vision for Paul Heyman SmackDown, and it doesn't include either one of you. So when I see you on Monday in Detroit at Raw, I hope that I can look at the two of you and say, hasta luego, drafted. Drafted? You can forget about being drafted. I hope the two of you and your stinking families get deported. You see, Next week is a whole new beginning for my SmackDown. And if you think about it, Paul Heyman is the only person guaranteed to be here next week. Because I will employ my vision. I will be respected by my locker room. And there's not a man alive who's going to stand in my way. Heyman is crazy. Oh,
But yes, so that's SmackDown then. And if it was a wrestler from the roof of the Christian era, Michael, I'm not even had to think about it. Who would it be? Undertaker. Oh, right, okay. It was what? It was, it was a great episode. Really? I, I thought, like, I think the solid. thing is, yeah, the gauntlet took a large then, portion of the episode and you just saw solid taken. matches. But yeah, so that has been Raw and SmackDown on the back of WrestleMania. Um, are you excited? I think I'm ready for the draft. I'm ready for the draft. I'm ready for the draft. I'd like for some superstars to say where they are. I'd like some to move. Yep, yeah, I want Taker to be drafted to Raw. <laughs> I want. Um, I would love for Evolution to be split up, but it would be Randy Orton to be drafted to SmackDown. I want. I'd like to see Randy Orton with Eddie and Angle. Well, Angle obviously is out for a bit. We eventually do get Orton. Yeah. Angle. But yeah, there's there's a lot. I want to see some tag teams get broken up. I want to see some new fresh tag teams. Um, yeah, I'm all excited. But we'll leave it there for you wonderful, beautiful, sexy bastards. Michael, let everyone know, if they don't already, where they can find us on all forms of the social medias. Each and every single form of social media, it's at RAM Podcast. That is it. And I've been Dave, and that's been Mike. And until next time, when it's time for the draft, baby! Peace out! Sweating my blood too. I'm playing the smell sphere. I smell a lot. My competitors flex here. They smelled I was hot. I want it all. Excess. The sex. Much success. Stress up. I want it all. No less. So come on.